Welcome back to Shit Talk, where we talk about really good shit. My name's Annika. And my name is Rithu. Follow us on our socials, here to Shit Talk for behind the scenes clips, bloopers, and more. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode. Let's dive in. to record this again for the second time because I'm in a better mood now after having some sushi. Just, you know, it's it's 10.30 p.m. and we haven't had any food for like several hours and I got really angry. Yeah, it it has. Wow, it's been a very long time. Yeah. No wonder. Do you ever get that when you like don't eat for a really long time, Mm -hmm. but then you like start feeling sick if you actually eat something like a little bit nauseous yeah yeah I, mean, <laughs> I wasn't feeling that way because i had two beers and they like settled pretty well in yeah. my stomach but just the fact that i hadn't eaten anything yeah. was really Speaking getting of to me beers where did we have these beers annika great question ruthu we had these beers <laughs> at a hotel belmont if you're listening in please sponsor yeah. us um yeah no we watched the raptors game it was so much fun it was like one of the best games that I've watched because it was so close. Yeah. It was oh unbelievably close. So, so close. And then there was one point where they had to stop it at like 0.9 seconds. Which is so stupid. Made because, no sense. Because the Raptors had already, like they had already been three points ahead. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, we should just... <laughs> we should just uh, yeah. see how much time we can add on the clock. It, was, it was incredible. It was a phenomenal and game. everyone went wild they went yeah. ape shit like it they was went inc- ape shit. it was incredible <laughs> yeah. including myself yeah I, like, I don't even watch nba i don't even watch basketball but yeah. like we were all like you know cheering and stuff yeah. and, like the energy was just so much fun also we get the game we both played basketball yeah. so like yeah i never really followed nba i was never really good at no, it but no no <laughs> wait you weren't really good at it i was i was okay you were okay i was okay yeah yeah i, I mean i didn't really you know develop my talent too much no neither (laughs) (laughs) but it was a phenomenal game Mm -hmm. like congratulations to the toronto raptors yeah like honestly history made yeah history was made tonight so it was awesome yeah so we're gonna dive into this week's episode we're super excited and we're gonna talk about self-awareness so well what does self-awareness mean to you so i mean i don't really know the exact definition of what it is but Mm -hmm. i mean to me whenever i think of the word self-aware i think about my my behavior in front of others mm-hmm. like i think about the way that i present myself in front of others right because i guess um an instance of me being self-aware is when for most people that know me i'm extremely like bubbly and friendly and i know i know that that can be very overwhelming to new people that are maybe introverted or have never really been around a lot of extroverted people so you know someone pointed out to me like hey you know maybe you might be intimidating to Mm -hmm. people that are more quiet or more introverted and i didn't even think about it from that perspective because i was like oh some people like i don't get why some people aren't interested in like talking to me or whatever it may be but i also realized that maybe it was the kind of energy that Mm -hmm. i gave off which was very commanding or very like powerful I, I'm very careful about the way that I act around people because I'm I'm kind of uh, worried about or I'm more self-aware about how I present myself to other people because people have pointed out to me that being this happy, bubbly, like excitable person mm-hmm. can be very 
like nerve-wracking intimidating or overwhelming for some people mm-hmm. but it is my natural that is <laughs> it's my natural are. state That's just who you yeah are. And, like you shouldn't i don't think you should be careful or like you know be worried about the way you appear to other people because that's yeah. just like in your nature, you know, yeah. that's just who you are. So. Yeah. How about for you? What, what do you think self-aware I feel like there's so much to value in recognizing your own emotions and like being self-aware, just, yeah. you know, harnessing your emotions, knowing how you feel and understanding it mm-hmm. and it's whole, you know, the whole gravity of the situation is like yeah. understanding what you're going through. And so, I don't know, I feel like I tend to use, well, personally, I tend to use logic over emotions sometimes or I just tend to use logic whenever I feel you know angry or upset or you know super sad and stuff and I am I don't know I just you know whenever I feel a certain way I'd like to take a step back and just sort of recognize how I feel and then sort of evaluate that and see if Mm -hmm. I'm you know making a rational decision if I'm making rational emotions and stuff and then just coming to a conclusion just I don't know it's just very bizarre but I, I guess that just helps me with problem solving and just helping me with figuring out the consequences or mm-hmm. figuring out my actions afterwards. Yeah. Do you think do you think that that's a skill that you learned or developed over time I or is that just something that came kind of came naturally to you? That's a really good question. I don't I don't think that came naturally to me at all. I think yeah. I've taken some time to really learn and develop how to strategically use logic rather than jumping straight into my emotions and marinating in my emotions and this has taken quite a lot of time but I think I I tend to use this mainly when I get super anxious and and when my anxiety levels you know really really rise up and you know sometimes I tend to swallow myself in in my emotions and get super anxious so in attempt to elevate my anxiety I would usually observe the way I feel, like analyze it, and then just realize that what I'm feeling is probably just inside my head. But yeah, no, no, I totally get that. Because I mean, I'm extremely an emotional person, like in every sense (laughs) of the word. So I guess perfect example of something like this, my mom and I, I love my mom a lot. Mm. Um, But I think that we're, we're similar in a lot of ways. And we're very, very different in a lot of ways. That gets us oftentimes like we're miscommunicating and we argue and you know my mom she puts her heart into her arguments and she she gets really heated Mm -hmm. which I also do as well Mm -hmm. but if we're like fire and fire does not work together (laughs) you know for me I oftentimes I try to like take a step back and I talk in a way where I'm okay well this is how I feel this is how you're coming off to me like I'll seem very cold I guess mm-hmm. in the way that I address it yeah but you just want it to be you know positive and constructive yeah. so. and and like I'm stubborn I'm obviously I'm not in the right here but I I know that I can control my feelings better mm-hmm. if I if I talk while thinking clearly yeah and so you know otherwise I might say something really mean and really hurtful and I don't want to do that as cheesy as the sounds communication is key so. yeah I totally totally agree with that because yeah. I think that I think it's really important to kind of separate your emotions from the problem like the yeah. actual issue at hand absolutely
So public self versus private self, uh, what do you think about that? Like, are we two-faced? Do we have a true authentic self? So, so I'm gonna tell you a little story about me in middle school. So um, like a lot of you may or may not know, I moved around a lot before I came to Canada. Mm -hmm. so, so for me, when I first came here, like as far as I knew, I could have moved at like any second. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so it was really important for me to make friends as fast as I could. Yeah. Because I was so used to moving from place to place that I was so used to making friends but not keeping them. Mm -hmm. So so for me, you know, I was kind of a floater. I didn't really have a set group of friends because I didn't really know how to maintain a relationship like that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there are different there are different people that I talked with and I just kind of acted differently around different people and one girl I guess it really like stuck with me because she told me this when I was like I want to say like 12 okay. or 13 uh -huh. um, and she was just like you know you're really two-faced wow and she was just like you know you act like one person around another person mm -hmm. and then you act like a completely different person around another person but you don't mean that and i i, I genuinely no. didn't mean that and i think that it stuck with me for so long because because i i didn't feel like that was true mm -hmm. i felt like i was being myself but i felt like i wasn't necessarily acting like I, I, I genuinely don't think that we can entirely be ourselves with every person that we spend time with. No, absolutely not. And like I, I looked into this article recently and it says that no one has really seen our true self just because we, you know, depending on the social situation yeah. or social environment that we're in, we sort of, you know, gear. Morph. Yeah, we sort of morph and gear our, our identity or our you know, the way we speak and handle yeah. ourselves towards that. And we sort of, you know, see the situation and we're like, okay, so I'm talking to my parents. This is how I'm going to, you know, yeah. interact with them. I'm yeah. talking to my boss now. This is how, I, how I'm going to interact with him. Yeah. And it's just, it's very different. And I think it depends on the level of comfort or like the level of intimacy that you have yeah. with a person. Yeah. Yeah. So totally. I completely think yeah. that, you know, you're not being two-faced at no, all. It's just... No, I, I think I, I completely agree with you yeah. because you know it's that level of intimacy it's mm -hmm. knowing that person and i think i think going back to what i was saying earlier yeah i think the fact that i'm like so open and bubbly mm -hmm. is scary for people because they're not used to that mm -hmm. because maybe they're used to seeing a more calm side mm -hmm. of someone at first and when they see that other side of you they're like oh this is we haven't seen this side yeah. of her before so yeah. like what what is and, this yeah or or they think that like maybe at first most people are calm mm -hmm. and then they as they relax more they open up and they become yeah. that extroverted outgoing person yeah. so for me to be that like right away mm -hmm. i think is off-putting yeah. right and i think i think i definitely feel the same way as well like i don't come across as you know extroverted to people yeah. that i'm not so close with yeah. or you know who I'm just acquaintances with yeah. and so I wouldn't come across as you know super bubbly or super yeah. chatty at first yeah. but until you actually get to know yeah. me and you know like yeah. you you're one, yeah. one of my closest friends yeah. you get to see a different side of me that yeah. no one really gets to see um but it is that level of intimacy and that level of comfort yeah. with the person obviously like 
you know, she probably didn't know you too well. So it's yeah. just, I don't know. It's, I, I don't, honestly, like, I yeah. don't even think that we, I mean, like, we were friends in passing, but, like, she right. was, she was, I don't, honestly, I don't think, aside from my one best friend mm-hmm. that I've been friends with since I was 12, that I really got my truly good friends, mm-hmm. aside from a few, until I was in college. Mm-hmm. I don't think I developed that strong bond and relationship with people because I feel like I feel like all throughout high school and middle school you're just like figuring your shit out oh absolutely <laughs> you're just yeah. trying to like wade <laughs> through all this bullshit and get through oh, school God. yeah and like get into university and mm-hmm. once you get into university you're like well now what <laughs> you're like thrown in yeah. the deep end and you're yeah. like okay and I guess so be, then uh... you try and find your niche you try and figure yourself out and then yeah. you find your friends in yeah. the same time yeah, because I think Be- we're just thrown in the deep end, oh, and yeah. you know we're trying to. No one struggle. prepares you. Oh my god, no, no one prepares you. No, we're just thrown in there, and like you know, I came from a different city, like country, different country, yeah. different part of the world, yeah. and it's just like you know you're thrown thrown in there, and you have to make friends. Mm-hmm. Like there's no other way around it. You have to like find your own community, and make your own yeah. friends and stuff. It's yeah. just, it's tough. Yeah, it's not it's not it's easy, not easy. But yeah. How how do you do you find now? that you still do that like balancing act with a lot of different types of your friends or oh absolutely with, yeah. yeah I feel like you know with with our boss yeah. um, you know I act a certain way and yeah. I have a very fine line between you know how I interact with my peers and my colleagues yeah. and co-workers yeah. with how I you know interact with my friends and such yeah. and it's just a very different person yeah. as to how I interact with my parents and how I interact with my boyfriend so it's yeah. just they all get to see different sides of me. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I think it's just, I don't know. It's yeah. tough. Yeah. But um, It not makes saying, sense. It, it makes, makes sense. sense. But it doesn't, you know, you shouldn't devalue or yeah. think that, you shouldn't devalue one of your sides of you. Like, yeah. it's all you. It's all, it's all authentic. It's yeah. all still you. But it's just, you know, you have to gear your personality yeah. to different social environments and that's just that's just the way it is and i and i think like as you go through life and as you you discover different aspects of life that you may not have you know come come to meet until like say a certain Mm -hmm. point of your life yeah that maybe you don't even know that side of yourself yet like you haven't even discovered it yeah there are so many sides of yourself that you now know that you Mm -hmm. understand up to this age but that doesn't necessarily mean you know who you're gonna be like five years ten years from now because you're constantly growing you're constantly developing and changing oh yeah yeah 100 percent yeah and I think a really, really good example of this is just like, you know, when you first start dating someone yeah. and you have this, all this small talk with yeah. someone and then you finally jump into a relationship with them yeah. and then all this weird shit comes out and like <laughs> you, you let yourself, you let your guard down and yeah. like you become more vulnerable with the person. Yeah. So I think that sort of intimacy and just like mm. letting your guard down, like really enables you to expose your, your private self rather yeah. than your public self. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. <laughs> So, how do you think social media blurs the line between our private and public selves? Okay, so I was actually going to say this earlier because you were you were talking about like our boss, and then you were talking about your friends. Mm-hmm. So like, 
I guess the best way to describe it is like Snapchat self versus LinkedIn self. <laughs> oh my God. Like those like triple chin like, images that you get from me. Yeah, girl. Like, like completely, oh completely different. Like the person that I am on Instagram, the person that I am on Snapchat mm-hmm. um, versus the person that I am on, you know, Facebook or LinkedIn or whatever it is completely different. Oh, yeah. Because you're catering to a different audience, as weird as that sounds. But it's true. Right? It's true. And it's such a huge gray area. Yeah. Because especially on Instagram, like, yeah. you know, your friends and family, you know, they view a certain side of you. But yeah. that's not really you. Yeah. Like, it's only a part of you as well. Yeah. So I, I have plenty of friends, like ourselves included as yeah. well, where we like kind of curate our Instagram. Yeah. Right. And we, we curate the kind of content that we put out there or the kind of pictures we post. Mm-hmm. And... You know, sometimes I find myself in, in the abyss of my thoughts <laughs> thinking about, you know, what we really get from that. Yeah. Like, do we... Validation, I yeah, think. Yeah, like, do are we validating the life we carry to others mm-hmm. or, like, what we do? Or are mm-hmm. we really validating it for ourselves? Or right. are we trying to tell ourselves, like, this is the person that you really are? Yeah. Right? Like, that's or, like, really... or even, is this person that you're putting on social media mm-hmm. is that really my you? best self yeah is that really you is yeah. that like you authentically and yeah holy yeah um i feel like there's a lot of a lot of expectations with social media yeah like you know that fire instagram pic like whatever like <laughs> you know y- you're you looking amazing or like having fun with your friends and putting mm-hmm. that whole thing out there i feel like that is what we want to ideally see in yeah. someone. But I think the moment that you're real, it really kind of, it, it makes all those people that follow you or the people that interact with you really engage with you, who mm-hmm. you are as a person yeah. internally. Yeah. And some people might receive it well. Some people may be like, well, this is too real for me. Right. Which is weird. Which is so weird. Because it's like, what part of me do you want? Do you want the real me or do you want the... Do you only want to see the happy side of me? Or like... Or just like an illusion of... Well, not really an illusion, but... It it is. Well, it's just a curated curated identity of like who you are. Because personally, I, you know, I post images of myself and scenery and stuff like that. Just because I feel good and I look good in it. And I just want to post that just because it's... I don't know. Because I feel like it. And it's just like, it's my Instagram. I feel like it's a representation of who you are it is but only yeah. only a part of me like yeah. only a small part of me like yeah. yes i'm not like good in the photo but it's just yeah. like th- you know that might not be who i really am yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know so yeah. and it's just bizarre because i do have my private self but that is my public self at the same yeah. time but it's also yeah. private because it's not really exposing my true public self yeah. you know yeah i, so I, it's I get just, what you're it's saying con- it's conflicting do you think that you do that on purpose or do you think that like it's just it's just just habit it's just the way that your life is like it just happens around you so we were talking about we're talking about like you curating your instagram and like doing that whole thing but like was that was that something do you feel the pressure to like do it curate your your social media to represent who you are honestly sometimes yes just because social media is so toxic sometimes where you know you see so many different people on there and you're like comparing yourself you're constantly comparing yourself to you know these other models and these other beautiful girls out there where i do sometimes you know look at myself and i'm like oh like 
I am posting photos that are not my true self sometimes. Yeah. And I do realize that, but yeah. it's just, I don't know. I do feel good and I, I do, I do, you know, I, I look at the photos and I'm like, you know, I feel good with these photos sometimes, but yeah. I do realize that I might not be true my, showing my true, true self yeah. out there. Yeah. yeah. And like, I, I mean, you know, I, if you look at my Instagram, it's like a completely different thing. I rarely, rarely ever post pictures of myself. I think, I think, um, when I was a lot younger, when I was a little bit, maybe more confident with myself, Mm -hmm. I used to do it a lot more. Um, but as I've grown older, like I want to like make sure there was a time where Mm -hmm. I think I went five, almost half a year not posting on Instagram. I didn't have anything worth posting, Mm -hmm. but I would, I would always be on Instagram. Like I would like other people's photos or like send memes or like whatever it is. I felt like I only needed to post things when I felt good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When I felt good about myself, my life, whatever Mm -hmm. was going on. I felt like I only needed to show the world when there was something worth seeing. Mm -hmm. And I think that's my way. That's my way of showing the best of myself or the best of my life. Yeah. Is because I think, I think oftentimes on social media, you know, we think about like the grand scheme of life. We want Mm -hmm. it to be the highlight reel. Because we're such complex beings, I personally believe that we do construct an idealistic identity of our public self. And this could both be beneficial and damaging for ourself, which is very conflicting. But, you know, on one hand, we could appear professional and educated to potential employees. But on the other side, we could just showcase our highlight reel on Instagram or just show our true you know, degenerate selves on Snapchat. And so I do think that sometimes we we have to be cautious of how we present ourselves to others. And I really, I really take my hat off for people who, you know, I have some friends out there who posted some real shit out there, who yeah. posted things about, you know, losing loved ones yeah. and, and family members. And, you know, they're talking about real shit and they're posting, I don't know, they're really putting their heart in... being and, authentic. Yeah, they're really putting their heart and, like, life on the line there because, yeah. you know, they're making themselves so vulnerable in front of everyone else. And I really, really take my hat off for all those people. And, and they just don't give a shit No, they don't think. give a shit. They don't give yeah. two fucks about anything. Yeah. So. yeah. And, um, yeah, and it's just very different how everyone curates their own own public self out yeah. there but i don't think that there is a right way or a wrong oh, way i of, definitely don't think there's of, a right or wrong you know way. putting like, your public self out there at who all who the it's fuck just... knows what they're doing like no like no no one knows and, no one and, knows. and the thing is is like i think that i think that we are always very conscious and this goes back to the self-aware thing mm-hmm. right we're conscious about the way that we appear to others this oh, is this is this is from a very frivolous very like on the top like surface level Mm -hmm. standpoint right because people are always on social media yeah people are always looking at people are always judging they're always always judging they're always you know they're they're quick to make snap decisions Mm -hmm. about you know a person based on their appearance or the way that they carry themselves on social media the way they interact with you and the thing is that may not necessarily be yourself Mm -hmm. but that's the person that people will expect you to be when you run into them right so i think that i think that there is there's some there's some joy and like some goodness in actually portraying your authentic self or Mm. at least a little bit of it absolutely because when people run into you and when they interact with you they're like oh 
she she is who she says she yeah. is and i like that that to me is authentic that's real and for some people maybe that's not a priority yeah. to them but for me i know that that's important to me and probably for you too yeah you know what's really funny um so basically i had a friend who um who I've been talking to over Instagram for quite some time, and yeah. I knew him in person, but we've never actually met in person oh, before. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Even so, now? So we haven't met in person at the time, and yeah. then he had to take off to London because he was working um, for an advertising firm. Okay. And so he was doing amazing, amazing things out there. Yeah. And so this was like probably like, you know, he was there for two years perhaps, and yeah. then he came back here. Yeah. And so we've been meaning to, you know, hang out and like yeah. grab some food and stuff. Yeah. And we, you know, finally got around to doing that. And so I met up with him in person and we had food, we had sushi and it was such a great time. And, and he told me, he's like, Hey, like, you know, you're actually such a cool person yeah. in real life. Yeah. And I was like, and I'm Oh, so thankful. I was just, yeah. yeah. And I was just so taken aback. Cause I just didn't really know how I was presenting myself, you know, on, on the internet or like yeah. how I was presenting myself on Instagram and stuff. And he was just like, you know, you're so you're so awesome, like you're so cool to talk to, like yeah. you're completely different from how I imagined you yeah. on on internet. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, that's so yeah. bizarre, but thank you. Like, yeah. I don't know, it's just very, it just sort of changed my perspective on things, you know? And I think, I think also on top of that, right? There's the people that see you, right, on Instagram or yeah. like Facebook or whatever, they see what you post and all of that, but then they're the people that actually communicate with you yeah. through those platforms, which is what social media was intended for in the oh, first really? place. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, I, I think that maybe maybe this person that you, you met up with, they felt more connected to you mm -hmm. because you did communicate with them aside from just... Just you know, talking just, over just like, social like, media yeah. or just like, I mean, like, well, yeah. And you interacted with them. You built a, like a connection with them through social media yeah. without it necessarily being just about what's on the surface or just what you post. Absolutely. Right. Like you, I'm assuming you like DM'd him or like you, you like talk to him every now and then. Yeah. Or, yeah. We yeah. like exchange memes, like we yeah. talk and yeah. stuff. Um, so, so I think, just... I think that has a lot to do with it as well. I, I 100% right? agree. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Yeah. So introverts and extroverts, self-confidence, am I, am I faking it? <laughs> so let's, let's, let's talk about what introverted and extroverted people are right mm -hmm. so in the in the classical sense like introverted people are people that regain like emotional and mental energy from being, being alone. alone yeah and extroverted people are people that recharge by being around other people and being mm -hmm. social so so you know for me i initially i used to think that i was extremely extroverted but i think that i think that that was because i was so keen on making friends mm -hmm. that i like i was like i'm extroverted that's that's me mm -hmm. but as time has gone on there have been plenty plenty of times where i've just been like holy shit i just want to be left alone <laughs> yeah and there's so many more layers to it as well yeah. it's not like it's you know black or white it's yeah. not one or the other it's and just... it's and i you know what? So much I need complex. to public service announcement. Yeah. <laughs> I want those people that think that just because I want to be alone 
that doesn't mean I hate you or I'm mad at you. You know what I mean? Like there, there are a lot of people that think that, you know, when they're like, oh, I just want to spend time on my own, that they think that it's dissing them or like right. an attack on them. Yeah. When in fact, it's just, I just need to not be around people. No, you just need like time for yourself. You just need, you yeah. know, like you said, you need to recharge your energy. Yeah. You're like a battery, your social battery has yeah. gone off yeah. and you just need to like recharge. Yeah. And like, that's totally okay too. Yeah. How do you, yeah. What? where do you think you fall? Where do you think I fall? I think, so I definitely think that you're an ambivert. Okay. So people that can do both. So I think that I also fall into that category, yeah. which is, you know, sometimes really, really, it really just depends on a lot of different circumstances, work, fr- like family. The mood I'm in. The even. mood I'm in. Yeah. You know, if I've eaten that day. Oh my God. <laughs> like just before this podcast, I was in such a shitty mood. I was just like so hangry. I was just like so quiet. Yeah. But I think it's, yeah, it's, it's, there's I, I, so many different yeah. variables and, and there's so many different like external factors that are involved in this. So. And I, I definitely think it affects it affects the way that we need to recharge. Yeah. So like depending on my mood, sometimes I'll be like, I just want to be at home. Yeah. I want to sit on my couch. Watch Netflix. Watch Netflix and just be left alone. And a blanket and, like, I and have, eat I have, Jerry's. I have roommates. For me, they'll be at home and I will literally be in the, I'll be in the living room and I will not interact with them and I will just watch TV in the living but room. But you're perfectly content because with that. I'm, yeah. But you're perfectly content with yeah. that just because you need to like recharge and yeah. just be with yourself and yeah. I think that's totally fine. And there are other times when I'm like, man, I need a night out, you know? Like yeah, girls I, night, like girls night, yeah. feels gonna have my dark and stormy, <laughs> you know how to feel? Like, yeah, and like there, there are times, there are times when I feel like, you know, I need to, I need to go out and I need to really be social and meet people yeah. because I'm in the mood to do that. I'm yeah. in the mood to make friends or, you know, make memories with my friends. And I think you feel the same way. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, sometimes come across as being completely extroverted just because, you know, I do tend to go out quite a bit and I do tend to be surrounded by a lot of friends and mm-hmm. I, I just, you know, bounce my energy off and my my conversations with friends that are amongst me right now or like in that time but yeah I I do need time alone sometimes and sometimes I feel a little bit anxious or I get social anxiety sometimes when I'm around people that I'm not so certain about or Mm. when I'm around people that I'm not so close to either so when it comes to you know work or acquaintances and Mm -hmm. such and I'm around people I'm not so familiar with I do tend to hold myself back a little bit more and Mm -hmm. I do tend to restrict or limit what I'm saying so I don't, you know, I might come across as cold and I might not come across as warm and bubbly and extroverted Mm -hmm. as I might appear to my other friends. Yeah, Yeah, I I don't know. It's just a little bit of both. And and I think uh, oftentimes, like, I think that's a very healthy balance. I think that is because, you know, there are some people like myself that was, you know, thought I was extremely extroverted. And there are some people that I know that are extremely introverted. And I think that I think that great for people that are strictly only introverted or strictly only extroverted. Mm -hmm. But I think that there can be a fine line that can be walked that allows you to grow and develop as a person. Yeah. Sometimes I know that being introverted will limit you from the opportunities of meeting others building relationships and really putting yourself out there whether it comes to work or friends or relationships there are times where i'd be like i do not want to leave the house yeah i do like today i am so glad i went to the raptors game i'm so glad that we went today yeah part of me 
I was just going to be like, okay, well, Annika, I'll even, even before when we were talking mm-hmm. about when we you were, were going to do this, you were I was hesitant. like, I was yeah. like, should I just go home first and then come meet you after? And I was because, like, no, you're coming yeah. with me. We're going to have a good time. Like, <laughs> yeah. I promise you, we're going to have so much fun. Yeah. And I, and I think, yeah. I think it was just the fact that I didn't necessarily know what sort of mood I was going to be in that day. Right. I didn't know. Prior to today, I was just, I wasn't sure if I was going to be feeling good enough to go out or like feeling like I was ready to be around a bunch of people that are going to be screaming and excited. Yeah. Right. But I'm really glad that I did Mm -hmm. because I watched an amazing game and it was an incredible moment to share with with a lot of people. Yeah. 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 Especially Grace. She was so freaking adorable. Like, oh oh my goodness. (laughs) I know. I think we hold ourselves differently just depending on our temperament, depending on our mood, depending on how we feel. Yeah. And so, yeah, even sometimes get major FOMO. And then I think to myself, oh, are my friends having fun without me? Are they creating new memories without me that I won't be able to share with them? Will they forget about me eventually and leave me out of, you know, future plans and stuff? And this is when I really, really get inside my head. And then I have to sort of evaluate the way I feel. And I have to tell myself, okay, you know, you're just being dumb. You're overreacting. This is just your anxiety speaking. Sometimes where I've noticed where like you'll go on a night out or we'll go out together and then you'll be like, okay, B, like I'm leaving at this time. And then you'll leave and then straight up you'll just, you'll get food. You'll go home and you'll just sit at home and eat food and then watch Netflix. <laughs> Religiously. And that would be the best night ever just because I'm alone and have yeah. my own food. And, and like, then you can McDonald's. just roll into bed whenever you want. After taking off my makeup, of yeah. course, but yeah. like, oh, <laughs> what a good girl. content with who you are as a person I don't know I think for me to be content with yourself as a person as your true authentic self and I I think that you have to be comfortable with being alone or just like you know being by yourself at times and just you know going out into the world enjoying spending time by yourself and just being Being alone being alone uh funny story um I recently I was contemplating whether or not I wanted to go and see a movie alone mm-hmm. because I was thinking to myself, like, mm, no, would it be weird if I went and saw a movie by myself? Like, I thought about that. Mm-hmm. Like, walk into a movie theater because there was a movie that I wanted to watch that was playing at the Rio. And I don't necessarily know if all of my friends are going to be down for mm-hmm. this, but it seems like an interesting movie and I want to go see it. Yeah. And I actually, even thinking back further, there was a day, there was one day, and I remember this day so vividly because it was probably one of the best days of my life. And it was not like anything particularly memorable happened on that day. So I think I was in like second year or third year and I was running errands all day, driving, listening to music in the car. I was like bumping out. I was having a great time. And then I grabbed breakfast and then I went somewhere else and then I did some work and all that. And I did everything alone. I did everything alone. Mm -hmm. And then I went into a restaurant and I sat or I went into the restaurant and I said, I would like to order this and this. And then I went outside. I went outside and I sat there by myself, just had breakfast. Mm-hmm. 
And I felt like it was so weird for me to do that at first. But it was such a great day that I was yeah. like, this is awesome. Yeah. Why don't I have breakfast by myself more often? Yeah. You know, I can read a book. I can... You can do whatever, whatever the I hell want. you want. Whatever Because want. you're not, like, waiting up for anyone. Yeah. You're just, like, doing things by yourself. Yeah. And it's just... Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes I do wonder whether loneliness or the idea of loneliness is just something that we're taught to believe so in the sense that like you can be lonely but Mm -hmm. only if you let yourself be right right i think it's that level of comfort as well that sort of ties into that just because like you know you can like you know that saying where you know you can be in a room with thousands of people but you could still feel lonely right so i think it's just that being comfortable in your own skin and just being content with yourself yeah being content confident Confident. whatever it is yeah and and i think i think that like there are a lot of times when i do necessarily i'm like not content with with myself or like Mm -hmm. with things around me um and i i sense like i sense myself feeling lonely or i Mm -hmm. sense myself feeling not good enough but i know that that's just like my the little voice in my head yeah talking yeah no i i definitely feel like that too like you know i do live alone and i've actually been nervous to live alone by myself just because i had so many roommates before i had like three different roommates before uh they were all wonderful but it's just i think i was just so scared at being alone being alone my thoughts being anxious all the all the time and and just i don't know just not being content with being alone you know but now that i've lived by myself and i've lived in this place for almost um, a year a year now it's been yeah it's been um a year and two months i think yeah because may it was may yeah 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 yeah. um which is pretty crazy yeah it's pretty wild but yeah i've i love it and i love being alone and just coming back home after work and and after seeing friends and hanging out with people and and just you know putting on some music just just getting into just relaxing getting into like comfy clothes and just you know hanging out watching netflix and stuff and it's just being you know just being content being comfortable with you are and where you are right now in the world and in your life and i mean not everything you know uphill from here you know we've got our ups and downs and stuff but i think just being sure of yourself and just knowing that where you are in life if you're if you're sure of yourself and if you're sure of everything around you and you're content with yourself that it doesn't really matter what changes yeah like you you can figure it out regardless yeah. like life's a f-ing roller coaster it is. but like yeah you just gotta know that it's okay now and it's you know it's totally okay to be you yeah. and you should be comfortable in yourself and just yeah yeah just be content with who you are yeah i feel like you know if you develop a relationship with yourself yeah um and you develop that when you nourish that relationship with yourself yeah a lot of good can come from it. And I agree. Yeah. I agree because because for a while, a while back, I really lost myself. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, like I went through a fair amount of like emotional trauma and hardship. And so I genuinely lost sight of the person that I was. And mm-hmm. so there was a lot of time when I wasn't content with myself and I wasn't happy. Right. And, you know, sometimes I still feel that. But I... I've now realized after all of this time that the mistake that I made was not fighting for myself and not being so sure of myself and just holding on to that Mm -hmm. because I let part of that go Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. and finding it again is so hard or finding the confidence to be okay with yourself as a person as a human being alone with no one else is so so hard yeah it's extremely hard yeah so like cherish who you are just be happy with everything and know that you can always change you can always develop you can grow you can always self-improve yeah. and grow yourself yeah. and and it's, it's just and... being the key is to be in tune with with yourself and with everyone around you yeah and knowing knowing your boundaries whether you're introverted or extroverted or whatever mm-hmm. it is and really really walking that line yeah. gracefully yeah right yeah and I think it really, we could really tie this back to the beginning of our conversation as well, where, you know, we have to harness our emotions and realize that yeah. we can't be so hard on ourselves. You know, oh, we can yeah. always, we can always improve in ourselves. Oh. We can always develop and grow. You know, we shouldn't be too harsh on ourselves. We should continue to develop our relationship with ourselves and be, yeah. that's be such accepting. A good, that's such be a good accepting way to, to say it. Yeah. Who we are and who we're going to be in the future as yeah. well. So, because yeah. like, if I look back at the person that I was, I think even two years ago, mm-hmm. I, through all the hardship, through everything that's happened, mm-hmm. I am so, so thankful for all that bullshit. <laughs> I am so, so thankful because if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't have found myself again. Yeah, I wouldn't have been even content with myself. I'm probably my own worst critic. Mm-hmm there was a very huge amount of time where I hated myself and I would always want to surround myself around other people Mm -hmm. to fill that void of like not having to think about me and Mm -hmm. myself alone. And you have to like learn how to put yourself first as well. And I think you have to, well, correct me if I'm wrong, but like, I feel like in the hardest of times, that's when you truly find who you really are because you have to sort of like emerge from that and just sort of, you know, come to terms with things and just realize what has to change and what you have to do in order to face these facts and these hardships and stuff and just I think that's when you truly find yourself you know like honestly I can say that it it was probably through the worst periods of my life Mm -hmm. that I really truly discovered what I can do what I'm willing to do and what I deserve yeah there were times when I let people walk all over me. There were times when I just let things wash over me and I just put up with things. But I wasn't happy. I wasn't mm-hmm. content. I wasn't content with myself. There were so many different things. But I think that knowing yourself and knowing that things can change, knowing that you can grow mm-hmm. and accepting that and then knowing that in the future that could be completely different Yeah, is so so important at our age at any age at any age yeah yeah. because like there there are certain people that i know that are older than me that still aren't sure of themselves they Mm -hmm. aren't sure what makes them happy they aren't sure about what brings them joy or contentment and sometimes like it can take years it can take a long time Mm -hmm. to figure that out as long as you're actively trying to figure it out and improve yourself i think that your self-awareness will get better. Just the last thing that I want our listeners to take away from this is just, you know, our relationship with ourselves really determine our relationship with others. Oh, 100%. I think that when I wasn't sure of myself, 
that I put myself in relationships or in friendships or whatever where I really shouldn't have been Mm -hmm. that weren't right for me as who I am now Mm -hmm. and I think I think yeah you're so right it molds it molds our life like the way that we are molds everything around it well thank you so much for listening to our very deep conversation very today deep. yeah it's like yeah. what time is it right now like 11 15 p.m hey Wanna... not bad not, not bad. bad not bad after we started re-recording oh my god yeah after we re-recorded ourselves <laughs> yeah. Yeah. after annika got hungry i'm just talking why am i talking to myself from like a third person after i got like super hungry yeah. getting very deep at 11 15 over here on these a are Thursday such night. lovely conversations these are great conversations we'd love your support so please subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review We'd love to hear what you think and let us know what topics you'd like us to cover on our show. Follow us on Here to Chit Talk on Instagram. And that's the real shit. Till next time. Bye. Bye.